What up? Welcome back. It's Galoob. I'm here with Tommy. What's going on, guys? Draft night. Draft night for sure. And it's also poker night at the R&R. What up? Throw chips, throw chips. You know who else made a little uh, little coin today? Your boy Lamar. <laughs> so, Lamar Jackson finally gets his deal. Five years, 260, 185 guaranteed. I'm going to let you go first because I know you're going to be negative. Nancy, I will rebuttal. Oddly enough, that's what I tell my wife, too, that she should go first. Okay. The, um, I'm actually not going to be negative. I Yikes. feel like uh, they should have done this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You are the most anti-Lamar guy I've ever met. Yes. And you were destroying the Jalen contract two weeks ago, but you're for this one? Oh, I just wanted to see what you said. Absolutely not. This is stupid. You're going to handicap the Ravens. This guy can't stay healthy. I can't wait to beat the shit out of him two times a year. I'm so excited. So off camera, you just told me this immediately makes Pittsburgh the number two team in the division. You're right behind the Bengals. Thought we were anyway. Not this makes it. What do you mean? I didn't say that. So you're better than Deshaun and Cleveland. I said it's funny because we're still going to finish second. So those boys from Stilltown are better than Cleveland, better than the Ravens right now on paper. Paper doesn't matter. We are the Pittsburgh Steelers. I... I, you're my boy, so I want you to do well. Other than I mean, when you play silver and black. I still think the Ravens are not going to fare well with Lamar Jackson. And now they're just tied to him for longer than they should be. So here we are. I said I didn't think we would see him in Baltimore. And now I'm happy we're going to see him in Baltimore. I just don't see any way possible when you just look at those four rosters top to bottom. The Pittsburgh Steelers, there's no way they're not the fourth best roster in that division. Based on what? Just talent. Because their defense might be the best. If, you, if you're talking about coaching and, and history and tradition and Tomlin never having a losing season, it might be a different story. But if you're just looking top to bottom talent, erroneous. You're the worst team in the division. No. Based on what? I don't want to go on a huge rant on that. I just wanted to get your opinion on Lamar real quick. I'm just wrong. I, defense might be the best in the division easily. I, I want to see if it's 185 guaranteed. That mm. means they basically guaranteed the first three to four years. Uh, I'm guessing. Jeez. Um, I'm undecided whether this is good or not. I didn't know it was going to be this big. Um, that's what Highest she said. paid player in the NFL. No, he's behind Lamar. You Maybe. mean an average per year? That's what it says. Total contract, he's behind uh, Patrick, obviously. If it's on the internet, it's real. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, that was front page. Though. I was preferring the more three-year, $120 million, three-year, $140 million fully guaranteed deal if I was the Ravens. I, don't, that, I, I read somewhere three years, $140 million fully guaranteed was on the table, and either the Ravens or Lamar declined it. Uh-huh. That's what I was hoping the Ravens would do. Well, honestly, now at this point, it feels like the Ravens look stupid for this game of hardball they played, and now they just have completely given in. I've just never seen it take this long for a MVP that hasn't even hit their prime yet to get mm-hmm. signed to their first long-term deal. 
This is like groundbreaking in the history of the NFL. We've never seen this before. And it's going to be absolutely hilarious when it doesn't work out. I'm going to wait and see because so far Lamar has done nothing but be an absolute dog when he's on the field. Oh, my God. I don't even care. When he's I, off the field, done. different story. Listen, it's done. It's, it's done. done. It's done. Let's go draft. I'm excited. Are, are there any Ravens fans that are excited? You, you folks tell me. Draft. First pick is Carolina from Chicago, and it's looking as it's going to be 100% Bryce Young. Yes, I do believe that 100% because I think he's the best leader in the draft. And over the last two years, he threw the most touchdowns in a two-year span in SEC history. So the, the, tape, the tape doesn't lie. He's amazing on tape. Yeah. The only thing that's throwing me a little bit is Will Levis. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. And I actually read today that what if Will Levis goes one? And I also don't think that is a possibility. I think they're taking Bryce. And even before that, I think they were taking Stroud. God. Like this Bryce thing happened in like the last week or two. So I always pay attention to what Vegas does. Vegas mm-hmm. knows. They know before we know. For some reason, the well, odds... they have the best statisticians in, on earth... The like odds, probability and stats class, those guys that were really good at that, they work for the casinos now. So the odds for Will Levis going number one in the last two days have gone from 40 to one to four to one. Is that a sucker bet? I, I don't know. I'm asking. Mm. Well, is Vegas just trying to steal money from people because they know? That's what I'm saying. Is that a sucker bet? <laughs> I w- if I was Carolina. But I mean, the only way it would move that far is if people are actually putting money on Levis. So that's how they moved it, why they moved it out. Apparently, there was this Reddit thread on the internet where Will Levis was telling his family members he was told he's going number one. And that got leaked. (laughs) And now Vegas has moved the line. That would be quite the change of events. If I'm Carolina, there's nothing to think about. I've already gotten a card written in pen. Bryce Young, number one. Let's go. Houston on the clock, number two. But you haven't been in the interview rooms. You don't know. Apparently, by test... C.J. Stroud has admitted he's a moron when it comes to test. That's not the guy I want to be my quarterback. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot more to dig into. That was a surprise when you told me that. Um, I don't know. Because I said from just eye test, I thought C.J. Stroud was the most pro-caliber quarterback in this draft. If you're just looking at physical tools, pocket presence, accuracy, mm-hmm. he's the guy. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't read a defense... Which translates to your IQ is not that high. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I mean, we got the ability to process information and IQ are are definitely different. That, that was a damn good throw there by Richardson. Uh, but again, he completed fifty percent of his passes. We'll get to him. Um, so I I do think you have to take into account on field, visually seeing guys go check down through the reads and you can't put an IQ test on that so it's, it's a little bit different yes the ability to comprehend is all I don't know what this test is that he took did he take a test that it I, wasn't the one what is it what it is was it another test? type of IQ test that all the top players take uh, so that's but not, I need to know like the breakdown of the test gotcha. like, what does it test makes sense yeah I don't know what the questions were I, I just know he got an 18 and Bryce Young got a 98 mm-hmm. that's pretty cut and dry all right, but if it's like, if it's like a uh, SAT test where right. they have like fucking 
algebra and shit on there. I don't even care. Two things that stopped me from taking CJ Stroud, number one with Carolina. Mm -hmm. One, he was throwing to wide open guys at Ohio State because he has nothing but first round picks coming out. Say the same about Bryce Young. Bryce Young's receivers weren't that great this year. Oh, come on. They're all blue chips. They had fallen off from the previous regime at Alabama. But they were all five-star guys. Okay, so if you want to discredit that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying same, same. No, I get it. If, it's bet- if it comes down to me, am I taking a Big Ten quarterback? If, if, if everything is equal, am I taking a quarterback that destroyed the SEC or am I taking a quarterback that destroyed the Big Ten? No, I'm going to tell you. I'm taking the SEC. quarterback that destroyed the uh, SEC. 100%. I agree. So we, so we both got Bryce Young number one. So where does that leave Will Levis? Has he frog hopped CJ Stroud in this draft? And what about Anthony Richardson? Will Levis wouldn't. God. <laughs> we can't get up. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, all right. Houston, number two. Okay. New head coach. Defense. He's a defensive guy. He's been a defensive coordinator. He was D'Amico a linebacker. What is D'Amico Ryans doing number two? I still think they're going to need to take a quarterback. Is Will Levis that guy? Is C.J. Stroud that guy? I don't think. I don't think Houston's taking Anthony Richardson. You are. I could see them taking Stroud or Levis. You're D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. Who are you telling the GM? Who's, your, who's the guy you want? Obviously, GM's got final say. Who are you telling him you want? I would take... Who's the... Will Anderson? Defensive end. I would take Will Anderson. So you're going pass rusher. Correct. I think that is super, super, super safe. Mm-hmm. I think he's a stud. I the think he's a cornerstone start to your tenure. You cannot bust on your first first-round pick as an NFL head coach. I think Will Anderson, safe pick. I'm right there with you. I agree 100%. Okay. Or you could even go tackle if you want. Uh, but that's a little bit risky for a new head coach. Uh, who's Javon Carter? Is that his name? Tackle? That's wrong. Is uh, it, it Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Defensive Sorry. tackle? Yeah, right. So, so you, but I, that would be risky because of the character questions that have come up. Well, if you're a new coach and you're supposed to be this hard-nosed defensive coach, yeah. you don't want to take a risk on a guy that might be out of line. Now, whether he is or not, he might be a really, really good kid, God. got into a bad situation, something like that, but you don't want any blemishes. You want to make sure it's a slam dunk. Go with Will and Anderson. And I think Anderson's that guy. Anderson's that guy. No questions. Elite pass rusher. He's been compared to Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Knock that out. Defensive guy gets defensive guy first round. Knocks out his first draft. Third is where it's going to get a little wild. With Arizona. The Cardinals are kind of at ground zero right now. They too. look like they're going to tank this year. So it seems like an optimal candidate for a trade-out, right? I have heard through the grapevine that Pittsburgh is looking to trade there to take a tackle. Offensive tackle. Correct. There's two elite ones mm-hmm. in this draft. And I think we're looking at Peter Skaronsky and Paris Johnson Jr. Ooh. One from Northwestern, one from Ohio State. Well, you know that Northwestern boy's got a high IQ, if that's what you're talking about. There's because a, Northwestern is hard to get into. There's another elite offensive tackle coming out of Notre Dame who always produces quality alignment. I can't, his name's, can't get it off my head right I now. Can probably He's a stud, though. Uh, Broderick Jones from Georgia. Uh, Oklahoma, I'm trying to find you. I'm trying to find you. North Dakota State. Did I miss them? Ton of quality them? guys in this draft. Ton of tackles in this draft. Well, the good news is we need an offensive tackle badly. Um, I do think we're losing one. 
Anyway, that's what I heard at three. And if I'm the Cardinals at three, I'm probably trading out too, especially if I'm planning on not being very good this year. So you know your plan for minimum two years from now if you're the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So I think I agree with you 100%. Trade out's the best scenario here. Who's going to trade up? Who knows? So let's not waste our time speculating on that. No, I did see that Pittsburgh could trade up. And I I don't know. We, we don't like to make big splash moves, but we do need to tackle. I don't ones. remember a single draft in my lifetime where Pittsburgh traded up. That sounds like yeah, the wildest not, thing ever. Especially to three. Especially to three. Pittsburgh's usually such good drafters. I just don't see a scenario where they give up extra picks. Um, I could see anyone hopping in here to scoop a corner because corners are going to be at a premium. There's like It's top-heavy. Right. There's like four really good ones, and then it drops off. Four so. is where it gets wild. The Indianapolis Colts have been playing quarterback carousel for the last five years since Andrew Luck retired. Just keep signing old guy, old guy, old guy. Right. Do they finally get their guy right here? Uh it is super intriguing to see Anthony Richardson's name be so associated with Indy. Um, and I have read several reports that Anthony Richardson could be the guy and Gardner Minshew would be a bridge guy for a year while Anthony Richardson learns the system. That would make sense to me. So, And putting Anthony Richardson in a dome would probably be best case scenario for an athlete of his stature. I was just going to say that if Anthony Richardson gets drafted high by anyone, I would say it needs to be in a place with a dome, turf, he can just elite speed, he can run the system that Lamar runs. But I do also think that is really high to take a project. <sighs> From everything. <laughs> but I'm- it's so safe now with the draft pick slotting. With you remember years, years ago, right, right, like right. Sam Bradford made fifty million dollars off the bat. It's not as much of a chance as it used to be. The most you're paying a guy at the number four spot is between twenty five to thirty million. Right, which is totally it's okay. not a lot of money at all. You're talking eight million a year, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Four years max. It's not quite the franchise setback if you miss as it used to be it still stinks it still looks really bad a prime example of what you're saying right now is the jets taking zach wilson mm. they don't even care about him right now right. he doesn't exist well he's gonna make aaron Rodgers' life hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah about that um <laughs> what would, if you're the colts is that what you're doing you're taking anthony richardson i don't hate it i don't hate it i don't love it because i don't run that system but maybe they're gonna put that system in place so if you had your choice at four at the Colts, Will Levis is still on the board, Anthony Richardson still on the board. Which one you clicking on? Two. I, it depends on the offensive system you've got to run. I, you can't make me commit without t- giving me a system. That's that's what I always say. You can't put the round peg in the square hole. So it depends on their plan. Here's my thing. I didn't see a single thing from either of these two quarterbacks last year where I went, oh, my God, I want that guy. Except for Will Levis's cannon of an arm. I will say that. And he's like 6'5". He's well, if you're going to say dude. Will Levis's cannon of arm. And Anthony Richardson's athleticism. That has scouts drooling. From everything I've drooling. read, Anthony Richardson is the most physically gifted quarterback in the history of the NFL Combine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... If that's the route they choose to take, I don't think anyone's going to be mad. Okay. Number five with Seattle. Seattle with a luxury pick, getting a top five pick because the Denver Broncos are morons. Seattle makes the playoffs last year with Geno Smith, and they still get a top five pick. And they're running it back with Geno. Their defense looks good. Now, this mock draft I'm looking at has them taking Carter. I think Carter's going to slip a little bit. I don't think they're going to go Carter here. Um, well, who are their, They have two good corners already. 
Tariq Woolen. Woolen. Woolen's a stud. Now, if they take another corner and just stud up both sides with islands uh-huh. and then move the cat to the nickelback, I, their secondary could be beyond elite. You, so, could, you could be talking Legion of Boom Part 2. Tariq Woolen was a pro bowler last year after being a rookie fourth-round pick, a la Richard Sherman all over again. Mm-hmm. How does Pete Carroll keep hitting like this? Uh, he must, just like Pittsburgh's great at drafting receivers, maybe he's just great at drafting DBs. If Jalen Carter's there at five, you take Jalen Carter at five. Seattle's already a playoff team. They can afford for a bust. Um, Jalen Carter. If anyone with character issues is going to go to a coach, it's probably Pete Carroll. Jalen Carter, from what I've seen, tape, everything, read about him, combine. He showed up to the combine a little overweight, but I think he was a little still in his head about this off the field shit. I think he's going to be elite. I could also see him taking an edge rusher like Wilson or um, Luke Van Ness from Iowa. Ah, those those two guys could end up being elite edge rushers too. So I do think they go D-line, interior D-line. Is there any way they take the guy that doesn't get taken to sit for a little while and learn behind Geno Smith? Mm. Since Geno Smith's contract is basically a one-year deal. Take and- a dice roll on... Okay, let's just say Anthony Richardson goes to Indy. Right. Hey, we'll take Will Levis. Because he's just there. Yeah, and he's not expensive. I mean, long term, he's not expensive. It's, it's, a, it's a free top five pick. Why not roll the dice? If he comes into camp, he's great, cool, awesome. If he's not, let him learn, let him sit. You got a guy, Geno Smith, who played the best season of his year last year, Pro Bowl. Well, I do think Richardson and Levis are both products, prod, products, projects, and I think those two teams we're talking about are in decent enough shape to have a bridge quarterback play this year. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, if Jalen Carter's there, that's your pick. He's the best guy on the board. Take him all day. I could also see him taking Christian Gonzalez or this draft has them taking Carter and Devin Witherspoon from Illinois, a corner uh, who's supposed to be locked down also. Now, it depends on how they fit into Pete Carroll's scheme. I don't know. He knows better than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Lions right after that at six um, from the Rams. Thank you, Matt Stafford. Here is here is Detroit's gift from Matt Stafford, the sixth pick. Hey, Rams got a chip out of it. It's not a total loss. Will the Lions replace who's the corner they sent to Philly? Slate Slay. Damn, that was years ago. Yeah, but he still hasn't been replaced. And they just busted on a first round corner in the last two years. With corner being top heavy. You could try to take a slam dunk corner here. It's a free pick again. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, somebody's got to guard Justin Jefferson twice a year. Their defense needs some help. I think they're absolutely going defense. Um, I, I don't know. I, if they replace a secondary player, I'm fine with that, too, in Detroit. But I think they're going to go heavy on defense. Their offense looked very good for most of the season. The receivers are set. Whoa. Even though Jameson Whoa. Williams is out for six I'm games. not going to let you slight the Lions like that. You just said the Lions looked very good on offense last year. Number one in points, <laughs> number one in yards. That, that, that is very good. That is so far above very good. <laughs> Uh, Dan Campbell is a defense guy, so he needs to get his defense rolling. He needs a defense he can get hyped up and send after the quarterback because you know Dan Campbell likes to break kneecaps. Detroit is in the exact same position at six as we are at seven. We need to take defense in every single selection, and Detroit needs to do the exact same thing. Both of our defense, our junior varsity level, trash. 
Offense loaded with playmakers. We need to even it out with defense. Aiden Hutchinson needs another guy that can help him get out to the quarterback. Tyree Wilson is great. Devin Witherspoon's great. Christian Gonzalez. Any of those three, great, great, great. So I think you're going to see defense, defense, defense with those two picks. Yeah? I, I mean, I'm in. And then when the Raiders come up at seven, whoever the biggest stud can't-miss guy on defense is, take the guy. Don't even think about it. The Raiders literally need help at every single position on defense other than left defensive end. Uh, what did Jermaine Dupree say? Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. At eight, who are they take? Oh, gosh. Eight is Atlanta mm-hmm. with no future. Des- Desmond Ritter, uh, excuse us, sorry for the Desmond Ritter hate. Uh, I don't think he's your answer. If one of the quarterbacks slips there, is Atlanta going QB here? This is where, out of all the destinations, I was praying that Anthony Richardson slips to and goes to Atlanta and we get Mike Vick 2.0. That's, what, that's what I want. That's Dirty my dream birds. scenario. Dirty Birds Part 2. Actually, part three, because Jamal Anderson was the original. I just want to see him rocking those Nike cleats on that turf in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. And everyone enjoying $2 hot dogs. Because I don't want to be mean. At Arthur Blank's Home Depot Stadium. I don't want to be mean to Desmond Ritter. But ain't nobody getting in their fucking car and driving to the stadium to see Desmond Ritter. Well, there was one guy last week that said, I like Desmond Ritter. That guy really <laughs> like I'm starting to think uh, that guy was a family member of Desmond Ritter. Yeah, gotta be. Gotta be. Um... I don't know if they'll see quarterback. I don't know if they'll see quarterback. If what? Anthony now, this is off the board. This is wild. Right. What if they take Hendon Hooker? I don't think so. I don't is that think, too high for him? I don't think you could take a guy at at his age and coming off of his injury in the top ten. Okay. If you can sneak that guy in the late first round, which I've been hearing a ton about Minnesota, because this is the last year of Kirk Cousins. Sure. I'm on that train. Well, this mock graph I'm looking at has Atlanta trading down. Now, what if Atlanta trades back to, say, uh, they have them trading with the Steelers at 17. What are the chances they trade down there and take Hennon Hooker? I wouldn't do it personally. If you're sitting there at eight mm-hmm. and no quarterbacks are on the board, take the tackle. Take an offensive tackle. you got your choice of the top three. Yeah. None of them have been taken yet. Mm-hmm. Get the tackle first. Worry about the quarterback next year. When it could, it's potentially going to be a better quarterback draft, top heavy, especially with Caleb Williams. Ooh, Caleb Williams may end up in uh, Tank City, and Kyler may be on his way. Oh God! Uh, That's next year. Number nine, Dub Bears, Shy Town. After the trade down with the Panthers. I mean, the only thing I could see Chi-Town doing is getting their uh, getting a tackle, left tackle or right tackle. To that uh, seems to be the consensus in almost every draft, and I believe from Papa Bear himself. If they think Justin Fields is the guy, he needs as much protection as he can get. Yeah. If 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 my brain tells me correctly, Justin Fields had the fewest amount of time to throw the ball from snap to throw of any quarterback in the league last year. Now, what if the Bears sneak in and snap up Bijan Robinson? No, yeah. no, that's too much of a luxury pick. That's more for a team like uh, Philly, a team that's already stacked. They just need one guy to put them over the hump. 
Yeah, oddly enough, Philly's got the 10th pick, and that is a luxury pick because it's from the Saints, and they were just in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, right here, if you think B. John Robinson is that guy, you think he's head over heels, the number one running back, that much better than the number two running back, I'm fine Would you take him here at 10. Well, because Miles Sanders is gone. Yeah. Um, they're going to need somebody for Jalen to run that package with. Most and people say John's that guy can't take a running back first round. But if you know he's going to be a hit and you think another guy, you're not sure. Because, I mean, let's be fair. Every first-round pick is 50-50. If you think a guy's a can't-miss and you take him at number 10, I'm all for it. At least you get five quality years out of a Pro Bowl running back instead of a guy that's going to bust out a la Cleveland Farrell fourth overall, something like that. Well, and they're already set at receiver. Obviously, they're set at quarterback. Uh, their defense is outstanding. Right. Their O-line's pretty damn good. Right. Why not? Why not? Why not? That is the definition of a luxury pick. Those are the top ten. That's all we'll hit on for now. Uh, stay tuned. We will recap the draft on Sunday. Um, anything else? Anything else important? I just can't wait to watch it. It's draft night. We're I gonna, uh, absolutely love draft. We're going to throw some poker chips on the table. We'll be live on talk a little later. Come holler at us. Later, guys. Appreciate you. Make sure you follow, subscribe everywhere, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, and Apple Pods. Peace out. Later, guys.